100 episodes of the Birdcast, and I'm stepping it up, everybody. We got video coming, I got the new H6, and if you don't like the audio, please tell me how to fix it. November 14th, Pittsburgh Improv, call in sick to work show, come day drink with me. Today's episode, one of my favorite human beings in the world, he was there for the very first episode of the Birdcast, Tom Segura. This is the This is Next Level. Next Level? Yeah, this is Next Level Podcast. Is that the name of the podcast now? Yeah, I'm changing it to the Next Level. Oh, that's such a good idea. What kind of recorder is that? Tech. <laughs> what is that? Um, this is the new Zoom H6. That looks like high tech shit, dude. Four channels. So I got, I got two channels here, two channels here. So I don't need a mixer anymore. Wow. You just plug it all in here, and then me, we're recording in stereo right now. Okay. And then this one we record in stereo, and then you mash the two tracks up, or you can plug it straight into your computer. It's pretty badass. And then wow. I got then this is the part you're really gonna love. I got the GoPro Hero Four Black. This right here, all of them, all of them, all of them. And then wait, so where those record on record onto their own own sixty four gigabyte card? So then, do you have to throw each card in? My cousin, Andrew, will be here a little while. What he's going to do is, I guess, he's going to do, like, I think a wide of the show and mm-hmm. just put it online. But which is it, that? We got it two wides. I got that one and that one. I don't know which one I like better. And this That is- one's just me and you on the couch. And then that one's just, I don't know what the fuck this one is. This one's like like a wide of us both. And then that's a wide of the whole room. And that'll you're going to throw that online? I'm going to throw one of these online. Just yeah. one. Just no, one. No edits or anything. No. And then and then it's hypothetically speaking if something really magical happened, he he could edit it together to so it looked like a show. Okay. But um That was nice. You but the part you're going to really love, so they're GoPro Hero 4 Blacks. Guess what they're called? What? That one's Wesley Snipes. <laughs> that one's Kimbo Slice. Uh-huh. And that's Jameis Winston. <laughs> He's so black. Dude, Not skin tone, just behaviorally. Jameis Winston. I can't decide whether I really fucking love the guy, like if he's a Forrest Gump football, or if uh, he is... <laughs> he's not the Forrest Gump? <laughs> he's got like a... There is like a Forrest Gump. Like, I've talked to a few people in Tallahassee. Oh, I'm going to blow your fucking mind. Keep going. I, I'm going to blow your fucking mind with who I talk to. Really? Yep. Well, I can't name who I talk to. I can't name who I talk to, but okay. keep going. Well, the people, though, have that I've talked to have talked to him quite a bit. And the, a few different people have told me, and they're not saying it maliciously, that they legitimately think he has some a re- real judgment issues that are either chemical or otherwise like bipolar like he he has some some mental issue really yeah that like his his poor judgment isn't just immaturity that it's that he's he like have... he's like this the slow strong guy there's something knows, wrong like he's like got a paul bunyan plus... yes yes yeah. wait what are you what were you gonna say uh i know you can't name it but what? i can't name it but i hung out with a chick yeah for a while blew him like nope but she grew up in the town same town as the girl that supposedly he raped Oh, the yeah, okay. Yeah, and so she was giving me the skinny because her parents are friends with the girl 
who's filed the complaint of right. being raped. I don't know how to legally say that, but the girl that accused him of rape that he got away with, or that he got found innocent on. Well, he just charges were were not filed. Were, were, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't found innocent. It was the the DA just said like ha- having reviewed everything, there's not enough here to to charge him. So we just they just didn't file charges. Okay. Well, she grew up. Can I tell you something? This sounds. I don't know if this is racist or not. I never assumed the girl was white. You, the girl that that accused him. Yeah, I figured she was black. Why? I don't know. I just never thought he'd hook up with white chicks. Like I just assumed. Well, his girlfriend then and now is black. He yeah. has a black girlfriend. I, I just saw him as a guy who would not be attracted to white chicks. Well, I think they they just know that those snow bunnies are easy to get it into because. <laughs> You know that, like, among black guys, the whole thing is that white girls are whores, right? Like, that's the whole thing. No. Yeah, for sure. They're like, white chicks are white chicks will, will suck it, we'll put it in their ass, we'll do it. Like, white girls are whores. So are they all serious? They all just stick their dicks in them because they're like, they'll just do it. Yeah. And I'm we, saying among college athletes, for sure. Really? A hundred percent. Well, I guess the ones that, like, you see the black dudes at the mall with, like, those ones that are, like, <laughs> fours. <laughs> Like then maybe sure, but like like Leanne, fucking good luck, <laughs> Bush. <laughs> the white chicks I hang out with aren't whores. But if you go on a college campus and like any big D one basketball or football program, you're a black dude. Wait, like, how's where's this research coming from, dude? Put it out there and and <laughs> and tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> They're getting their dick sucked by. I want to fucking. I want to call. White. I want to call. I want to yeah? call one of my black friends. Really? Find out. Yeah. Oh, please do. Okay. It's not a comic, is it? No, 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 no. But he's got a he's got a comic sensibility. Okay. He's. Uh, I don't want to say who he is in case he says something horrific. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Let's call him and find out. Oh, I'd love. To, I want to hear this so badly. What's his name? Um, you can't say. Okay. I can say. I guess it's Omar. Omar Dorsey, he was in, uh, he's in Eastbound and Down. Okay. He's in the, uh, he's the guy who I, I had come over and read the N-word in my book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, which word? The, it's the, no, nah, never mind. He said never mind? No, <laughs> no, he said it like a white guy. <clears throat> Where is he? I love that you can't believe that someone's not answering. Where is he? Yeah. Like, it's impossible. Well, I mean, it's, it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only person that doesn't answer when I call is you. You have Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, he'll call back. We'll, we'll? Get some. Well, yeah, we'll get some some clarification on that. Oh, I know another black dude. Call the other black dude. Um, all right. What's his name? Sterling. Okay. Sterling is such a black name. Sterling. You know Sterling Sharp? Hold on. Hold on. Sterling. Shit. Oh, here's Omar. Perfect timing. Oh, great. Omar. What's going on, Bert? Hey, uh, you're on the podcast. I need to ask you. I need to ask you your opinion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm with my buddy Tom, and he was saying that that commonly known at like at like say like Florida State or like a big uh, Division One school. Yeah. That that black guys' opinions of white girls is that they're they're whores and easier to fuck than black chicks. Is that true? I don't know. I know they do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> Have in, in your college, everybody likes the fucking 
but white girls are sluts. Do you think was it in your experience was would was it easier having sex with white chicks than black chicks? Uh, nah, nah, I can't say that. Nah. Okay, I mean, no, not for me because it's like I, you know, it's just because I didn't know how to talk to white women. It's just me too. I got out of college to understand how to talk to white women. Oh, really? Like you have to just be, you have to be like party, party, party. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit that they like. Like you know, black women like to be intellectual and shit, especially the ones in college. And I just do that fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in LA? Yeah, I'm in LA. Yeah. All right, I'll give you a call later. I'm I'm doing a podcast. All right, bro. All right, later. He's the best. That's great. So yeah. he was um, he was the dude on Eastbound and Down. The black that, dude. Did the, the one that taught like that got into like uh, basically a a beef with Kenny Powers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was great on that. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's uh, we did a uh, you love this. We did uh, he did a pilot for Fox. And it was uh, called In the Cut. And it, I think that's what it was called. But that's where we shot it, is that black barbershop. So it was all black actors, all his buddies, who are all very famous. Like, mm-hmm. it's the guy from Captain America. Uh-huh. That guy, you know, who plays the wing character, yeah. Falcon. Um, and then just, like, a, like uh, Roy Woods Jr. was there. It was all just all black talent. And then they needed a white guy because they needed an opposing opinion. And so they had me. And it was it was great. It was funny. But then this was my walk off home run. Was uh, I said something about gay shit, and they were like, "Oh, we don't play that shit." And we're like, "I go, why don't black guys like gay shit?" And they're like, "And Omar was like, we don't like any of that gay shit. Like white boys, like." Well, you'll pass out and you draw dicks on your face. We don't do that shit. And I said, well, yeah, because you guys got to find the silver Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking black barbershop goes fucking bananas. And I literally t- stand up, throw my gown off and walk out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Man. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I just assumed Jameis Winston's chick was uh, was black. I just, well, she is. No, she no, is no. Black. The one that was in that assault that. Yeah. But now there's like, um, you know, he's had a, a bunch of incidents but uh well the, I, like i'm not going to defend it but like the the bb gun shit that's not out of the realm of any college kid yeah and like who hasn't walked out of a grocery store with crab legs you didn't pay for either <laughs> that's the thing is you know you have those always <laughs> cuz like when you buy seafood it's cold and it <laughs> it's it hard smells to already you and have seafood in your pants <laughs> And it pokes you. The crab legs poke through it, so you have like little cuts on your hand. Like a yam, sure, but fucking crab legs. Crab legs, you don't forget the. Uh, then to be to be have been accused of sexual assault, no charges filed, and you're like, well, I really, really got away with. Regardless of what, I don't know what ha- we don't. We'll never know what really happened. Yeah. But then and then to be in the student union and be screaming "fuck her" right in the pussy in front of all the students. <laughs> It's just fucking yeah, stupid. It's, it's a not little, a little short-sighted. A little bit. You think um, someone, anyone said, "Hey, too soon." I think. So. I think. But senior actually, year, all the tweets, year. all the tweets from other students were like, "Today's an awesome." If you see the tweets, they're like, "Awesome, walking through student union, uh, our Heisman Trophy winners screaming fucking right in the pussy." Like, go Knowles! Like everybody was happy about it. <laughs> Nobody was like, "I'm super offended by this." I wonder if there was a we we did a episode of. Uh, of trip flip in uh, Utah recently, yeah, <clears throat> and the, the the guy I was with, Travis, um, was a really interesting kid, but he genuinely, he genuinely like, and not I mean not even like joking, he he said that he could 
flip a coin and he could call it. He could call it and know what it would be. And I said, that's impossible. And he goes, no, I, I could do it. I could do 10 times in a row. I can call it 10 times in a row. And get it right. And get it right. And I went, bullshit. And he goes, bet me. And I went, I'll bet you. Now, this is where I was an idiot. I was like, I'll bet you can't call it three times in a row. And he was like, how much? And everyone wanted a piece of this. And I said, I'll tell you what. I'll give $10 to $1. So everyone, in, and there was like fucking 20 people on the boat. I said, I'll, anyone that, if he can do it, take the bet. I'll give you $10. But if he can't, you give me $1. You'll give $10 to everybody? Everyone on the boat. Because I was that firm. But he was honestly saying, I, could do, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I, can, I know I can do this. And I was like, so was it to flip it where how it'll land? Or how it'll... Nope. He said that he could put the can't corner's finger and go, this one's going to be heads, and flip it, and it would be heads. That he knew his muscle memory st- perfectly enough that he could flip it and call it heads. And how did he do? So he did the first one. <clears throat> he goes, heads. And he flipped it, and it was heads. And I was like, well, okay. 50-50. He's like, next one, heads. And he flipped it, and it was heads. And I was like, motherfucker. And now, and now it's like one more flip. And then he goes... Looks at me so confidently. He goes, heads again. And flipped it and held it on his finger, held it on his hand. And everyone's like, fuck. And it was tails. I've never felt more powerful. He like, for amazing. a second, I just believe, lost faith in everything. And I was like, this kid's got superhuman powers. But I believe James, James Winston has that in his brain, that he believes he's got superhuman powers and then he can't get fucked with. I think he has the most <laughs> incredible amount of self-confidence. And I think part of it is youthful, just being naive how can you have a rape case hanging on your head playing the national championship game and win and not only that you have to don't forget that at this point he still hasn't lost a game like they're undefeated this season he's 21 and 0 as a starter um and they're going into this stretch now where it's like they have four games but what happens is the week after the miami game he has his internal FSU uh, accountability, like uh, where they they hold him. They, that girl's going to present her case to the school. Finally, to the school. To the school. <gasps> so he's not going to be criminally prosecuted, but he could be suspended. He could be kicked off the team. He could, in in theory, they could decide that. It's it, there's a it's a former Florida Supreme Court justice that oversees it. So it's not like some you know somebody in the school who's being like, no, oh, we'll, we'll let it go. Um, Holy shit! But every a lot of people that, that are critical of the other side are saying that she's just setting this up for her civil suit that's going to come because she knows he's going to be a millionaire and wants to get you know that's the cynical kind of criticism of it. Good God! But it's also you know she's had since 2012 to present all this information. At the same time, he's never given the school an interview. So oh really? No, he's never pre- presented his side of this because I mean. You know, I guess technically he didn't have to, you know, it was like it was a criminal case. No charges were filed. And then but, you know, you have to there's a code of conduct at universities. So do you really think that the that the fucking athletic department and that the cops on the school really set it up so that he could not get in trouble? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. I mean, I read that article in The New York Times. Did you read that about Carlos Williams and about all of them? Like, everyone on the team apparently steals scooters. Apparently, scooters are a huge thing at Florida State this year. I did not know that. Uh, they've had, like, so many stolen scooter cases. There's a, Carlos Williams got arrested for domestic abuse. I did see that. I get fucking irate. 
about the domestic abuse thing because I think that they had good intentions with the Ray Rice thing. Yeah. But I think it's backfired entirely because now I look at it and I'm like, what NFL wife is going to speak up knowing full well that her her speaking in a domestic abuse situation is going to compromise all their money? Yeah, most of them don't. Yeah. Most of them don't. And that girl, by the way, has didn't speak up. What happened was... Who, think, Carlos Williams? Yeah. Yeah. In the heat of the moment... What, I don't know again what happened, but she posted on Facebook like some bruises and like made a post, and that's it. Like she didn't even name him; she just said like he's got to learn that this is never okay and blah blah. She oh, wrote a Jesus post. Jesus Christ! So somebody on her f- <laughs> saw this on her Facebook page and contacted Tallahassee PD. They then opened inv- an investigation. Since they opened their investigation, his girlfriend has said that like. She doesn't want any charges filed. Like it's basically, she's now backing out of what she was initially accusing him of. Yeah, and you know they have a kid together. She's pregnant with another kid. I, I mean, I'm not you know excusing what he theoretically have, have, may have done, but that's just the facts of the case. You do you know? feel like? Do you feel like you've gotten to a place like that? You that you are you censoring yourself at all these days? Am I? Or are you are you watching what you say? Or are you more like? Uh, the first person I ever noticed that really kind of was cognizant of the words that came out of his mouth was Joe. Like, Joe was like, either that or he always had a very fair and honest opinion about everything. Like, he very rarely said dumb shit. I'm more conscious of what I say. I mean, I, I'm, I think I stay semi-conscious of what I say in podcasts because I, I realize it's like a documentation of what you're really thinking and saying. Yeah. So I try not to be like, I mean, you know, we do a pretty silly show, so it's not like, but like when we give our real opinions on things, I try to give like an actual, like, I think about what I'm saying. I don't just throw it away. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I do think about the fact that there's a lot of people listening and, and people have different walks of life and, you know, different lifestyles and opinions. And I, cause I don't hate any of them or yeah. you know or, or i'm not against any group but on stage i rarely censor myself on stage it's different I on think. stage i can't censor myself it just comes out yeah like i don't have ability to censor myself and on it's stage. also fun to um to upset people and to like it's part of the game of stand-up is like you you walk into like a taboo thing and you're like fuck it and you and you see that it's upsetting someone and you take it further yeah. but i think people that like stand-up are kind of into that I think it's a little different ball game than like than because it's also a performance, whereas a podcast isn't really a performance. You can do it where like I could play the role right now, you know, with you like a game where I'm just like I still want to do that so bad. Do what? Do like a a podcast where it's just two characters and you're just playing a character. It's like one time I was like I did a I did a character of there was an improv thing for WB this was a long time ago but yeah. the WB was still around i think and it was uh it was improv you didn't have to write anything you had to play a character yeah and uh and mine was the the mayor's uh i planned the mayor's race mhm like that whatever that role yeah, is yeah okay you're like his campaign manager I'm his campaign manager and uh and i just played it horribly racist yeah, but, but that's funny. And it that's was fun. funny, and it was fun. And uh, <laughs> you know what I did today, <laughs> what? I talked to my dad, and we have he's popular on our show. Yeah. So people ask questions, and that somebody was asking dating advice. So he was giving me like how they should do it, and I was like, "Well, let's role play just to see what he would say." Oh. And he was like, "Okay," and I was like, "I'll be the girl." <laughs> so I was 
role playing sexually with my father. <laughs> oh. Oh. And he was trying to pick me up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this makes me sick. Oh. Uh, he, was, he was like he was like, do you do you like sweetener in your coffee? Do you like sweetener in your coffee? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, we're at Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is he working at Starbucks? No, he's just there. I'm he's working just, there. Oh, you're working there, so he's asking you if you want sweeter. <laughs> he's like, do you like sweeter? Oh. And then I was, I didn't know where to take it. And I was like, do you want to see my clit? <laughs> what did your dad say? He goes, what? What's the clit? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, my God. God. I'm going to throw Yeah, it. I don't have that relationship with my dad. I couldn't role play sexually. <laughs> I couldn't. I the, couldn't. Nobody should do that with, with their dad. Oh, What's wrong? And my dad just texted me. What do you say? Al Crash would like to stay connected with you on Life 360. <laughs> oh. uh, wait, what would your dad say? Nothing. Really? Oh, buddy, no thanks. What? Did you ever ask your dad for advice? Yeah. Like, I'm saying dating advice or anything? No, never, 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 never. How come? Because it's not the relationship we had. What do you think he would say if you're like, I like this girl, what should I do? Oh, I don't know, buddy. Good luck. That's it? Yeah, he would ne- uh, and like... He, like, they get more, they got more enjoyment off of me not being sure I was in love with Leanne than being in love with Leanne. Like, Leanne said to me, this is, by the way, this is not to be shared with Leanne. Leanne said, Oh, yeah, no, yeah, there's no way this could get back to her. (laughs) Fuck. Leanne said to me, like, Leanne was the first person to say, I love you to me. Ever? Yeah. No, no, no. People have said it, but like, like, girlfriends? In our relationship. Oh, you mean, okay, okay. She's, we, she was, I was laying in bed. She was standing up in my old apartment. How long have you been together? House. Three months? Four months? Was she pregnant? Nope. Okay. No, no, no. Not that early. Uh, and she was like, I said something. And she said, uh, I love you. And I said, you do? She was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. And she was like, you don't love me? And I was like, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I called my dad immediately, and I he laughed so hard I thought he was gonna fucking die. He was just like, hey! "Oh, cool! You said cool!" And I was like, "What am I supposed to say?" He's like, "You're supposed to say I love you too." And then, then I said it. Then she dumped me, and then I said it. Oh, really? Uh-huh. It's so hard for me to picture Leanne romantic with you because <laughs> I see Leanne as such this. Um, she has such a maternal nature. Yeah, and like, as she's a maternal. She's, I see her as a maternal figure in my life. She's like, she's very maternal. Yeah, are you smelling that fart? Oh my god, it's fucking horrible. The, uh, I, you know, sometimes she'll have sex and she'll j- literally just like look at me as if she's like, imagine if you were um, inseminating a cow and you had your arm in there and you're like, I think this is right. Like yeah. that look on her face. Yeah, she'll look at me like, is this wrapping it up? Like, like there's times where she's not connected. Like she's just like, how much of that is due to having children together though? See, I don't know that. I think a lot of it's. Is that bad? <sighs> it's bad, right? Yeah. A lot of coffee today. <laughs> I've been having these protein shakes with L carnitine in them. What's L carnitine? Oh. Some supplement my sister told me to get. Oh, it's like a. And it- my farts are unreal, but I didn't have one today. Do you push shit in front of each other? No. What? No. Not at all? Not at all. You know, we talk about shit a lot, and we will. Have a post shit conversation, 
pre shit, farts, everything, but the act is never done in front of the other person. Are you serious? Yeah. I sat next to Leanne on the toilet as she shat the other day. Really? Like squatting next to her like a catcher, showing her uh, clips of my show. And she, you can hear her plopping I, if I heard one splash into the toilet. Really? Really. But you don't blink twice about it, right? Not at all. Today, I was taking a shit in the bathroom, and <clears throat> she came in. She was like, courtesy flush? And I was like, no, I don't courtesy flush. I've, I've got to be done with the project, then look at it, then flush it. Well, Christina's also just scared. Like She's always like, heard what you did from the living room. Like that sounded. Oh, I wouldn't watch horrific. you shit. Right, so she's kind of scared of it. Wait, would you be? Would you have a problem shitting in front of me? I've never shit. In, I mean, I don't. I can't reference shitting in front of anyone. So <laughs> what? Like, who have I shit in front of? You know, you never shit in front of your sister. No, you never shit in front of your parents. No, I well, don't. What about like college? It. Like roommates? Well, we have like even in our, we had stalls and stuff, or we had bathrooms. You know, like there was no like ninth grade. Kama and Lazara, I walked into their house and Kama? Came, yeah, came, and came in Tampa. Cayman was his name. Oh, Cayman was shitting with the bathroom door wide open, and he was like, "Hey, what are we doing tonight at, at his house?" And I was like, uh, I "Here's guess what I remember cool. in college a lot, and it always bothered me. Would be I got home from college to visit, and I'd be in the bathroom, and the door would be locked. I like my privacy in my shit world." And my dad would rig open the door to say hello. And I'd be like, will you shut the fucking door? And he's like, I just want to say hello, buddy. I can top that. I hated it. Ninth grade. I was in the shower. Shitting? Nope. I was in the shower and it was just taking a long time. And my dad was late for work and he just got in the shower with me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what? He was like, I'm late for work. I don't have time to dick around. Fucking, you, you shower the guys at school. This is fine. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking done. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, I remember that. And I was so I didn't know how to react, so I tucked my dick between my legs. I fucking I'll never forget I, it. I felt weird with when my I got sick and I had like a hundred and three degree fever, and they put me in like a you know like ice cold tub. Yeah, and I was sitting in there, and I had my hand over my dick. You know where? When I was like when I was at home. Who put you in an ice cold tub? My parents. You put your hand over your dick then. To, to, so that my dad would, he was like, uh, like he was like, I have one of those too, <laughs> and I was like, I, I mean, I was twenty seven, you know, I just felt like weird about it. Yeah. Well, why didn't you just wear underwear in the bathtub? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you were just getting in an ice cold bath, right? I was just trying to get my temperature down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would have worn your your. I would have put on a bathing suit. It's too sick. You didn't. You're like, where's your bathing suit? I sh- I the other day I had food poisoning. I walked How'd into you the get bathroom. It? I have no idea. I think I think honestly I think I got altitude sickness. Did you fart again? No. Okay. I think I got altitude sickness, and then I was uh, down because of that, and then I got sick. But I did. Uh, I went to the bath. I went walked. I was went, we went out to eat at Michelli's, and I didn't eat anything. I didn't even drink any wine or anything. And I just got came home, laid in the bath, laid in the bed, and then all of a sudden I was like, I'm throwing up. Got up with a robe on with those robes Frosty makes those Yankees robes. Yeah. I was so out of it. I sat on the toilet. I started shitting. No, I started throwing up and shitting all over the just Ugh. just I threw up all over the fucking walls. I threw up everywhere. And Leanne just walked in. She was like, Oh my God. I got sick from Jamba Juice. Are you serious? Food poisoning. Bad. You'll never go to Jamba Juice again. Ever. That's fucking horrible. Six months ago. On my way to Virginia Beach. Oh, on the plane. 
You told me about this. This was the, was the worst. One of the worst. Experiences you had of to my fucking life. fly home from. You got a hotel room in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, what? Wait, tell me what happened. I got Jamba Juice in the evening, and I got like I got like one of the, you know, like kale, carrot, like healthy veggie ones, and I got up really early, and I'm sitting at the gate. So you fly to Minneapolis, connect, and then to Virginia Beach, or actually, then I think. Actually, yeah, it was. It was Minneapolis, Virginia. So they had to drive from Minneapolis. But, you know, I was sitting at the gate, and I wasn't thinking about the Java Juice, and I was like, I feel weird. And I had the thought, like, I almost feel like puking, but, like, it didn't make sense that I would. Yeah. And I thought, like, I feel weird enough to not get on this plane, but I, I have kind of like that, well, that's crazy. You're not going to not get on the plane, right? I get on the plane. I have the bulkhead. Thank God it's, like, right next to the bathroom. And... Like, we take off, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And as soon as it levels off, I go in there, puke so fucking violently, and it's all, like, kale, carrot, everything. <sighs> I puke, I puke, I puke. I finally, like, you know, throw some water on my face. I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, sit down. And, like, five minutes later, I was like, I got to shit. I sit there, explosive, crazy diarrhea. Wait, where were you throwing up? In the toilet? Yeah, yeah. How did you fit in that, like, bathroom is so small? Were you on your knees or just bent over? No, just bent over. Oh, and did then, you miss it all? Not really, you know. I mean, no, it was... It was I have no aim throwing a little, up. A little rim. I guess I got some rim, too. Oh, I'd throw up just cleaning up the rim. Yeah, it was, it was gross. And then I puked, like, at least two or three more times and shit a couple more times. I looked like I had been, like, you know, like walking through a desert like by the time we got i mean i was sweating oh. so much so i get there and i call first i'm like i gotta call the airline let them know what's going you know because i'm not going to get on this flight i gotta call my agent and he's like um what and i'm trying to lay it all out to him and i just got a hotel puked and shit at the hotel slept woke up shit puked a little more and i was like there's no way i'm going to do gigs like this like it would yeah. be crazy so I flew home, but the worst part was having to board flights like that. It was it was so bad. And of course, yeah, I, I see Jamba Juice and I cringe now every time. Oh, <clears throat> what's crazy is like when something like that happens, you don't have any real like, like you, you when you cancel a gig because you're sick, you're just like, yeah, I, I'm not going. And then you just hang up. You're like, yeah. bye, I'm not going. Yeah. But if you were lying, you'd be like, is that okay? Is everyone okay with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've I've never canceled a gig from saying I've been sick. I've never really canceled any gigs, I don't think. Ever? Oh, I've canceled a lot of fucking gigs, but I not from being sick. From TV, yeah. I've, I've, the one that I should have canceled was the most one of the most sick I got, where I had a horrible sinus infection and I couldn't hear. I remember that your yeah. ear ruptured. Oh my god, it was so bad. And I remember afterwards, like the owner of the club was like, "So then, why are you here?" They always tell you that when you're sick, and you're like, yeah. they're like, "Well, you should have just canceled." And I was like, "Yeah, but then I would have canceled." Yeah, and then like, what yeah, would you have done? Oh, oh just had a local fill. Yeah, I've been fine. It's not a big deal. But then when you cancel because of TV, they're like, always fucking canceling. I had somebody, this, I canceled because of TV shooting something this year. Uh, I don't want to say the club, but I had to cancel one day, and they were like, well, if like if he can't get here any sooner, we're just going to have to scratch this week. And it's like, you know that TV trumps your club thing. Uh, they don't, I, honestly, I, and I, I hope no one's hearing this that, Anyone that does know it knows it. And those people that don't know it, I don't think I think they're short sighted. I think they run clubs where where it's like the goal is to get the twelve hundred dollar 
like thousand dollar headliner yeah, yeah. and paper the room and yeah. they, and and you're probably not selling tickets for them anyway and they're like well, I don't give a fuck yeah like well, that's I, I feel like I've I feel like I that I've been there a lot this was weird this was a good club and it ended up working out great but it was it was bizarre no I'm feeling but then sick I, I got sick wolf. as fuck and canceled Vegas the last time I played Vegas that was like two three years ago where I was like sinuses coughing fever and I was like there's no way like I'm not gonna go there like this yeah. And do shows. I've I've done shows sick, and it's I've done the worst. shows. I've done shows with. Uh, I've done shows really sick. Like back when we did Jameson tour, I was really sick for like fucking four dates, and they were back to back to back. But I couldn't cancel any of them because it was big money for us, especially then. Yeah, and so I couldn't. I cancel remember any that. Of them. I remember the that was good money. Now, shit. <sighs> I was yeah. I guess it is good money now. Yeah, for per show. Yeah, yeah, that was great money. And so I couldn't cancel any of them, and and. We were in D.C., and I didn't even drink. I was taking, like, NyQuil and sleeping at night. Yeah. But we were in D.C., and I was coughing so hard, and I was trying to dance on stage, and Steve Byrne was on there, and it looked like I had a drink in my hand, and I fell off the stage, and everyone thought it was because I was drunk. And the next time I came back, I remember I walked by the door, and this girl's like, he's not going to get so drunk he falls off the stage again, is he? And I was like, bitch, I was sick. And then I did get that drunk. And fell off the stage? No, I didn't fall off the stage. But then she came up to me after the show, and she was like, oh, I just wanted to make sure you were getting that drunk. I feel like that sometimes. I feel like uh, that I'm just like... Now, do you struggle with the fact that you know people... I'm serious. What? Want to be around the machine. Yeah. And you know that you're, you know, you're you're a father, you're getting older, and and like, how... Like, do you you ever feel like you'll let people down by not parting your balls off? Uh, Yeah. How do you... I haven't turned on a shot in... I couldn't even tell you how long. But do you ever think in terms of the fact that you know you're not going to do that forever? My cardiologist said that. He said, he goes, because I know you got like a big thing with the the whole you partying. Know, partying and, you know, the name and recognition from it. But he goes, he wouldn't tell me who it was. I'm dying to know who it was. He goes, I got a very famous uh, athlete that's got that same reputation as one of my clients. Very famous and big partier. It's, and he's 65. Uh, Lawrence Taylor. 65? No. He's 65, the guy said. And he goes, and uh, it's not pretty. He goes, I'm just giving you the heads up now. It's not pretty. It doesn't end well. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. But I, I feel like what happens is I don't drink when I'm home. So I feel like that writes the boat for the party on the road. Okay. I get you. But like I haven't had a drink. I was going to have a drink tonight because I was like, because I've had a bunch of coffee. But uh, I haven't. I don't drink really when I was home. I drank the other night for my birthday. I, I saw a picture you tweeted. It was funny. I, I think I was with Christina. And I go, I go, look at Bert just tweeted. I go, this is literally like, literally my tweet with this photo would be like, I'm living a nightmare. And Bert is like, oh, <laughs> it was you with like a group of people. And you, they, it was like, we're about to go. And everybody was like, yeah. And I was like, this photo gives me anxiety. <laughs> like if I were in his situation, I'd be running. I feel like, it's, I feel like it's, it's insecurity. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. In our, each of our insecurities has us act the opposite way, though. Because your insecurity makes you hang out and party. Yeah. And my insecurity is what leads me to go back to the hotel room. I don't understand that. I think about you saying one time, you were like, wait, you go out and drink with the staff every night? And I was like, "Yeah, you don't." And you're like, "Never." It's there's there's been a few times that I have, but most of the time, yeah, it's definitely right back to the hotel. I would love, I would love to be the kind of guy who didn't. That's my cousin. I would love to be the kind of guy that didn't care 
that just like like I just literally did not give a fuck what people thought about me and get done the show. Like I tell you what, I in Philly, this last time I was in Philly, um I I had like some stomach problems. Let's just call it what it was. I was shitting blood. Okay. And so I was tell your cardiologist about that? Yep. That's why I went to the cardiologist. I was like I was like, I'm gonna get yeah. <laughs> I got I got hardcore checked out after that. I how, was like How is everything? Everything's fine. Heart too? Yeah. Uh, my heart's perfect. Plaque? Zero. I got a, I got a uh, CT scan. Yeah. They checked the amount of calcium built up in your yeah. heart. Yeah. Zero percent. And, and Zero percent. Your kidney failure, though, is fine? Perfect. Okay. All my organs are working perfect. He sonogrammed or mammeogrammed. What's it called when they, they yeah. do the ultrasound? Ultrasound. All my organs, they all look good. Everything's fine. So I go, I go and get checked out after that. But, but in the process, I was like, in Philly, is like a big... It's a big market for me, so and it's a big party market. Like the last time I was there, it was, the close down the bar was like me, Doug Benson, Joe Flacco, and a bunch of the fucking Ravens. So like in Philly, in Philly, it was fucking epic. At the club, or at, at the-, the club, really? Oh, uh, uh, probably I'm gonna say 200 people at the bar. Everyone trying. I'm behind the bar. Everyone's doing shots. I mean, it got so chaotic. Jay, Joe Flacco, I wanted to leave. I mean, everyone wanted to do a shot. We drank them out of booze on our fucking Sunday show. Doug Benson went to do the Sunday 420 show. Yeah. And they couldn't start the show because they were out of booze for the weekend. They were waiting for a rep to come to give them booze. Jesus. So, like, last time I'm Philly, I don't feel well. My stomach's bothering me. You're shitting blood. I'm shitting. I've got some blood in my right ass when I wipe. And, it's, and I don't know. And I'm just, like, fucking freaking out about it. I don't drink. Like, f- Thursday night? Friday night, late show, I don't drink. I don't drink either shows, but I don't hang out late after the Friday show. I get online the next day, and my Twitter's exploded. Burt Kreischer's a fucking fake. He's bullshit. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like motherfucker. But you so, know that, that's bullshit, though. That, that yeah, but then, but then it's like, I don't know. I always wanted, like, I remember, I remember wanting to party with Attell. Yeah. Um, and, like, wanting that moment. I wanted to go out drinking with Attell. And so in a weird way, I have this thing where I go... Well, fuck! If you came to my show and you want to have a shot with me, I'll do a shot with you. You know? Yeah, I don't like. I mean, I don't want to paint the picture that like I'm the the super antisocial. I'm not. I'm there, and I and I and people have bought me drinks and I've hung out. And there's there's nights where I. I what percentage of the nights do you hang out at the club and drink with people at the clubs? Um, depends on the Six club. Shows how many shows do you? But do it depends it? on the club and the staff. You agree with that? It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, not yeah, and not really. Like, I party with every staff, but yeah. Okay, I think it depends on the night in the club. So, like, a recent club that I was at um, that I enjoyed, like, I did Acme. Yeah. I had at least a drink, let's say, three of four nights. Um, and then a couple nights I had a few more. So, you know, but I just, I didn't stay, like, shut it down. like, <laughs> And it was also just basically, for the most part, it was staff. Staff and comics, right? Yeah. Um, but there's kind of like the club. I love the uh, downtown Denver. I was there. I had a great time. But it just was like I would just show was over, and I would just grab my shit. You know, I wasn't antisocial about it. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going back to the hotel now. I just would. And then what do you do in the hotel? Just sit there. Just sit there. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, uh, <laughs> watch movies. Go surf the web. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, and then at, at bed, do you like say, and then I think I'm gonna like go to bed now. I stay up late. I still stay up super late. And I then just, do you fall asleep? Or do you or do you like go to sleep or do you fall asleep? 
I usually on the road have trouble like just being like, I'm going to go to bed. So I stay up super late. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so tired now. I should go to bed. I feel like I ruined Steve Byrne. Steve Byrne was like that. He was very much like, like I'm going to, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch a documentary on World War II. Yeah. And then I was like, why wouldn't you just stay up and party all night? Dude, I hate that so much. I don't like the way I feel the next day. You know what the worst is for me now? I absolutely refuse to do. I know, because I've done it before, if I have like that 6, 7 a.m. flight back the next day, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it. You don't it. fly that flight? No, I'm saying I'm not oh. getting ripped for that experience, because it's I used so to, shitty. I used to take a Xanax before I went on stage, because if I take a Xanax, I won't drink. I will. You take a Xanax before you went on stage? Before I went on stage, and it kicks in like 45 minutes in. Yeah. And then I usually go long as fuck, so I'd be very relaxed. <laughs> but uh, How I used, strong would it be? Half, half a milligram. Not that strong. Okay. They're very weak they're for a 210-pound guy. You're 210? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is in better shape right now, me or you? You probably. Really? I've been working out, but I still think you're in better shape. What, do you like lifting weights and stuff? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you care what you look like? <laughs> Like do you when you get naked do you get depressed? Sometimes. Do you look at yourself and you're like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Do you ever have like skinny mornings where you get naked and you're like, "I look good." Um if I've lifted and I'm cold and everything kind of <laughs> tightens up, you know? Like I'll be like in a in the cold cold like, I'll be like, yeah. "Oh, this is pretty good right now. I should yeah. I should make things happen right now." <laughs> I'm on a meal plan now, so I'm actually trying to be not as like bad. in a cafeteria, yeah. Like, just, like you, you get, you buy like for the semester, you get like. <laughs> no, I have everything like fucking laid out. I'm supposed to eat every day. Are you serious? Yeah. What is it? My Fit Foods. No, my sister's a trainer, so she gave it to me. Really? She she like wrote out everything I need to eat. I just ate five pieces of pizza. That's that's on my plan. It's really good. For <laughs> oh, it's not for health. It's just yeah. It's just just, just shake it up every now and then. She goes, "Do you want to stay fat? Here's what you should eat: Tuesday's brats." <laughs> Uh, you had five pieces of pizza? I just, I, I'm fucking starving today. Dude, I've been good. I've only been on this thing for like a week, but I've been really good. Really? Yeah. Do you have like a, what, if you could, okay, let's do, let's do five years from now, goal weight, goal job, goal everything. Okay, ready? Oh, let's just do five years from now. Okay. Your goal weight. If you could be like, in five years from now, yeah, and I'll be like, this is the perfect weight for But you. we're talking not, we're talking attainable, not like dream. No, we're talking like, we're talking like attainable, but like, like, like if I was 200 pounds in five years from now, I'd yeah. be like, fuck yeah, I'm in good shape. Yeah. 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 So for me, I would say 210, 215. 215. Would be great okay what uh what be your dream job in five years like car wash drying dry on the dry team <laughs> with the towels nice like not not like uh the, the clean the tire stuff no no it's how like the towel towels. windows and the and the hood where where would you want to live like um <laughs> somewhere in oklahoma or texas yeah that would be great That's right going next week so yeah I want. are go. you really going there yeah for where what club i'm doing one nighter uh, house of blues in uh new orleans then really yeah warehouse in houston hyenas dallas and then contemporary arts center you're a big draw in new orleans um i sold out a show so we added a show so it's decent how many does it sit it's like 800 are you fucking kidding me yeah i'm kidding you it's 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 like (laughs) (laughs) it seats uh (laughs) it seats 200 okay but it's just just one nighter it's just um it's it's one night no just me so i'll do friday new orleans 
two shows Saturday, one show in Houston, one show Sunday in Dallas, one show Monday, Oklahoma City. It's just one of those like runs. It's, it's all. It's what I've always wanted to do. Really? Stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like going to markets for one night, do the best you can, and then. I do that call and sick to work tour. Was that good? Yeah. It's Wait, we didn't finish our, our dream scenario. Okay. Uh, no, so my dream scenario, I would be in five years, my dream scenario would be to have some awesome acting gig on top of stand-up. To like, what would you rather? What would you rather? Create a show and be the executive producer and showrunner, meaning like it's your show and say it's not like you're not hosting it, but you have an office, you go in every day, you're still doing stand-up, or be plugged into someone's show that created a show. Uh, I mean, I de- like, in my dream scenario, I would create a show. Um, you know, it's what I'm working on. It's what I try to do. So in five years, I, I would hope to pull that off. Yeah. But I also, you know, I'm not be like, I'm, I would never be like, I'm not going to be on somebody else's show. I mean, I would do that too. What about, uh, where Where do you, would you and Push going to stay down by the, where you guys are? South Bay? Yeah. I love the South Bay. Yeah. So. Here's the thing. We're just really attached to being near the water, and I don't like a lot of the other water communities. So, like, I don't like the marina. I don't like Venice. I don't like Santa Monica. Um, It's basically like Malibu, which is, like, not just financially crazy, but it's also, like, it's its own world. And it's it's one road in, one road out. Yeah. Um, Or it's, like, you go down to, like, Palos Verdes, Manhattan Beach, or most of, like, that area, which I just like. So Yeah. Kids? Yeah, I think I would have one to six kids in five years. You know what? I had a meeting the other day. Yeah. And the guy goes, uh, whatever happened to Buzzed? Are you serious? Yeah. He goes, that was like the greatest pilot I've ever seen. I was like, you have no fucking idea. It was was maybe the best thing I've ever worked on. One of the executives Christina met with or something, and she brought up that she's married to me, and he was like, Tom? And she goes, yeah. He goes... Whatever happened to him? And she goes, "What?" And she just told you I was married to him. Yeah, and she go, he go, he goes, "Does he still like he works in comedy still?" And she goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "I thought he just fell off the face of the earth." But the I, and I, I was I, like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I forget the what were their names? There was three dudes, but it was one of it wasn't one of the two owners. It was the other guy, Joe and what's his name? Joe and <clears throat> was it James? I don't know. They were the fucking. They were the best, best execs, execs ever. Because they just said, "Just do whatever you want." And then, and, and then when we did it in front of Jim and Zoe, they just were like, "Don't you love it?" Yeah. They literally had our back. 100%. And they would go like, they would look at scripts and they would be like, "Is that funny?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And they're like, "All right, that stays." And then they were like, "Was that funny?" I'm like, no. Those they're like, fucking, "All right, scratch that." Those run throughs we did were the funniest fucking things we ever that was did. The biggest retarded experience in the end when they're like, "Yeah, just." No. So Tom and I did a show for everyone that's listening. That's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. It was, uh, it was called Buzzed. It, it. I think it worked like this. I, I had a deal to do a pilot at Comedy Central. Comedy Central had this show, and so they brought it to me. And then I met with those guys, and they were like, they were like, who? I said, I said, I, I would like to rewrite some of this stuff. I'm like, great. And I was like, can I bring someone on? They're like. Yeah, sure. Who do you want to bring? I go, my buddy Tom. You went and had a general meeting with them and then pitched your ideas and they were like, we love him. And so then Tom, but then Tom was like the writer, but then Tom became, the, you became kind of the showrunner of it. In a way. Yeah, kind of. Because because no one really knew what to do other than you. Yeah, it was like a, I was like a writer 
supervising almost EP, I guess. I mean, there was nobody else really. Well, no, you ran the, you ran the, you definitely ran the run-throughs. Yeah. Like you were like, all right, this is how this is going to go. But like, it was, it was coming together so great. I mean, the premise of the show. The premise of the show was. It was essentially cash cab with drunk people on a party bus with Bert as the host and we had these ridiculous hilarious games people could win money but they were they were buzzed that's why the show was called buzz the, and the but here's the flaw of the show this is why we didn't get picked up is that whatever you blew into a <laughs> into a breathalyzer became the bank right so <laughs> collectively if you guys each blew like a point three you had 900 bucks in the bank so it, it behooved you to get as fucked up as possible. It was great. Because Dude, then... that pilot was so funny. I mean, the very first person... Do you remember the very first person we had on was an MMA fighter? I don't even remember. The very first person, and you came up with a game called Guess What's in Your Mouth. That's right, yes. Where you'd blindfold them, and then you'd shove shit in their mouth. Yeah. And they had to guess with their lips and tongues yeah, what was in their, in their mouth. mouth. Yeah, what's in their mouth, yeah. And fun. it was great. If you had chicks on, you could do a bunch of sexy stuff. But it was even better if you had dudes on. It was. And I think you I had, like, an IFB. I did not. No, I did, did not. I, no, did I have an IFB? Yes, you did. I did, yeah. And you would tell me. Yes. And you were like, uh, ask him if he's ever blown a dude. Yeah. And I go, have you ever blown a dude? And he goes, a dude, human? No. And I went, I'm sorry. He goes, one time I blew a squirrel. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Goes, I go, wait, you blew a squirrel? He goes, hold on, let me explain. I go, no, you're not allowed to explain. We have to leave it at we that. Got, yeah, that's, that was great. And, so when we, and then <laughs> yeah, I remember the first object we put in his mouth was a screwdriver. Really? And you were in the IFB and you were like, wait, Bert, wait until the car stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to stab him in the fucking mouth. Oh, and then we had those chicks, those three chicks. Yep. And they were they were like, we had a game like, uh, can you put on lipstick with your t- foot? Right. Yeah. And then the other girl, girl goes, I was like, ladies. The the read was, ladies, one of my favorite things is red lipstick. Yep. The challenge here for $100, can you apply lipstick to, to your her, friend? Right. And then the girl goes, with my tits? And right. I went, Yep. Yes. yes. That, that I remember clearly because like we were waiting for you to get it out, and she goes, "Will you do it with my tits?" And you go, "Yes." And so she puts yes. the lipstick between her, and she had big tits. Oh, it was fantastic. And then, and then the the other one was uh, Mexican or not a Mexican. There was that. There was like uh, chick or dick or something like it was lick gay. it or stick lick it. it or stick it was it lick guy. it or stick it was the was the opus of that whole yes. show because we asked the guy. We go lick it or stick, and we show f- f- pictures of famous women. Yeah. And you had to guess if they were lesbians, lick right. it, or if they were straight, stick, stick it. it. And it was like uh, Million Dollar Baby, that girl. Yeah. And they were like, stick it. And we're like, yes. And then we're like, uh, Jewel. And they're like, stick it. Yeah. And then it was Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And they all yelled, lick it. Oh, my God. That was amazing. And then we had a contestant who goes like, hold up. My dad fucked her in high school. And we were like, what? And you're in my ear going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jamie Lee Curtis is a hermaphrodite. Jamie Lee Curtis is a hermaphrodite. And I was like, wait, it's been said that everybody, yeah, it's, like, it's a myth. It's basically. a myth that Jamie Lee Curtis is a hermaphrodite. And then he goes, no, my dad fucked her. And then he goes, but then again, would my dad tell me that he fucked the dude? <laughs> Probably not. So then he called his dad on speakerphone. I said, I said $500 if you can get your dad on speakerphone to confirm or deny 
Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's sexual And his dad answers the phone like, what? Like, his dad was <laughs> East Coast, and he was calling from here. And was like, like, he's what? like, what? You <laughs> Nobody goes, he goes, he goes, the phone, he goes, hello, and he goes, dad, did, is Jamie Lee Curtis her <laughs> And he's like, what? Who is this? <laughs> he's like, it's your son. I'm playing a game show, and I need to know, did you fuck Jamie Lee Curtis? Is your Ramperdite? And he's like, negative. <laughs> That was the fucking greatest. That and then was the best. They went into Comedy Central. They all opened a bottle of tequila, took a shot, watched this pilot. Everyone was like, I remember, I remember that I got the initial um, contracts. Like, like they, I remember they wanted to order 23. They were talking. They were like, we're thinking about doing 26, I think. Thir- two 13-order episodes, gang shoot them. Can you get out for Birth to Conquer? And I was like, fuck yeah. I remember... I mean, I, I'll give you exact numbers because I remember this is how the math was in my head. Yeah. I was getting thirteen five an episode. To do? To do this buzzed? show. Yeah. To do Buzzed. And when they said 26, I went, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And that was more money than I'd, I think I'd ever made. And I was just like, motherfucker. I remember I started making plans because I didn't think I had a house yet. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy, I'm going to fucking, and I was like, this is going to change my life. And I went and watched the pilot with you, and I remember being because you were editing it, right? No, I wasn't in on the edit. I just I came in to, for a screening, and I had like a, a note session, yeah, and, and that was. But I didn't I didn't actually. Go I remember in. telling you I was like, Tom, this is going to change our lives. Yeah. I remember being so fucking excited, and they all did shots. They all watched it. Everyone loved it. They're like, "What do you think? Twenty six? And, and the one guy raises his hand. He goes, "I can't sell that." And they're like, "What?" The guy from ad sales. He goes, "I can't sell that. No, no one's going to advertise on that." Mother's against drunk driver's gonna fucking boycott it, and it died. Just disappeared. Just like that too. Just like that. Like it was like yeah, no, nothing happened. It's funny. I just I just shot a pilot presentation where they dumped like a guy wrote a check out of his own pocket, had a full forty person crew, locations, what was all it? this shit, and it was really fucking funny. And we we took it around, and we were you know I was I, I went to some of the pitches, and it's funny like after like. Seventh, eighth one, and they're like, you know, these people liked it. These these people passed. You're like, so what is it now? And they're like, oh, it's just over now. And you're like, that's it. Oh. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, but I mean, are you gonna do anything else with it? And they're like, no, it's over. It's funny. Like it's only kind of weird in this business where you're like, everybody puts so much into something like buzzed, and you yeah. go, well, now what? And they're like, now you just go on with your life. That's why I'm amazed at guys who can like have a mediocre idea. Yeah. And then just run with it for fucking five years. Yeah. And then go, yeah, that's my passion project. And you're like, the fuck's wrong with you? I get I get out of a project so fucking quickly. Yeah. Like this is this podcast is the longest thing I've probably committed to. How many personally? Have, how many have you done? This is episode one hundred. Are you serious? Yep. When does this go up? Tonight. Tonight? Yeah, you have anything to promote? Um Yeah. Promote it now. Let's see. I'm on tour. No, go ahead. What no, I got a uh, call and sick to work show in Pittsburgh, November 14th. I've got a call and sick to work show January 30th in Tampa. Uh, I've got Arizona in Tempe and uh, stand up live the first weekend of December. And I'm looking for triple up jobs. Wait, you're doing Tempe the first weekend of December? Yeah. I'm doing Phoenix the first weekend of December. Wait, I'm doing Phoenix. Wait, what club are you doing? Stand up live? No, you're not. I'm doing stand up live first weekend in december first weekend in december well what's the dates on that november 4th november or december what did i say you said november right now fuck december december that's when i'm there no yes no stand up live phoenix or tempe wait is there a difference yeah 
One's in Tempe, one's in downtown Phoenix. I'm in Phoenix. No, you're not. Yeah. Okay, let's look it up. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. My t- password is Herpes Boy 32. Herpes Boy 32. <laughs> it's my new inside joke. Stand up live. Stand up live. Okay. Ooh, first class. And when do you think you're there? First weekend of December. Okay. Well, I'm looking at who's there in the first weekend of December right now. So. First weekend. <laughs> Calendar. Okay. So we're looking. Taco Bell. Or so you got to go to December now because that's November. Right? Yeah. Who's there? Are oh, you? That's me. Wait, where the fuck am I? Well, you're not at Stand Up Live. <laughs> you're at the Tempe Improv, I bet. No. What do you mean, no? Why would you not be there? It got completely remodeled. It's fucking a new... That's where you are, I bet. No. If I'm All right. Tell you, I gotta be shitting me. There's no way I'm at the Tempe Improv. Why is that so crazy to you? Because I, I only played there like once. They don't let you drink on stage. This is... A while ago. Yeah, it was back when that guy Howard was running it. Okay. Now, we're on the Tempe site. Craig Schumacher. December. No, I'm not even there then. Scroll. Yeah, you're not not there, dude. um, Where the fuck am I? I guess I got... I must have canceled it. That's good enough. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Have the fucking date. I didn't want it anyway. I'm going to Vietnam the next day. Are you really? Yeah, like I'm going to Vietnam the Friday. Maybe I'm in Tampa. Let's talk about my dates. Yeah, what's so your dates? So if this is going up tonight, um, this weekend live podcasts in Seattle, Phoenix, and Chicago, if you want to come. Seattle, Phoenix, and Chicago? Yeah. In, so you're doing live podcasts? Thursday to, uh, in Seattle. Um, Wait, you're in Seattle tomorrow night? Yeah. Friday in Portland. Okay, that makes sense. And then... Don't do any jokes about anyone throwing babies off a bridge. Okay. And then Saturday in Chicago at the Empty Bottle. And then next week, the 14th, I'm in New Orleans at the House of Blues. The 15th, Warehouse Live in Houston. The 16th, Hyenas in Dallas. And 17th, Oklahoma Performing Arts Center. You're giving me anxiety just listening to your fucking schedule. Why? Because I fucking... I feel like I don't do stand-up anymore. And then uh, definitely come see me and not Bert stand-up live December 4th through 7 in Phoenix. And Cobbs December 18th through 20 in San Francisco. How about that? Where are your dates? Right here. Look, stand-up live December 4th through 7th. When, dude, I booked that a while ago, so you must have canceled that a while ago. I must have. Columbus, February 27th. And Calgary, April 23rd. Of next year? Yeah, like I, I've I've canceled everything, so I'm on the road for... Well, that makes sense, though. I've can, I've canceled everything up until March. Jesus, man. I know, I'm fucking losing my shit. I think my... Um, <laughs> you would. This will give you anxiety. What? I'm trying to make you anxious. Let's see. Because I also... I added a good bit of... Uh, 2015 and stuff dates. Whoa. Jesus Christ. 
God, this, by the way, yeah. I'm going to say something that's going to sound weird. Yeah. But this looks like my schedule yeah. a year ago. What, bunch like, of stand-up? Like, just fucking packed. And now it's like I have two dates in 20. But it's actually spread out nicely because, like, in March there, it's a week, week off. Week, I, I did that on purpose this year. Dude, when Georgia was, like, five years old, I got... I got 26 offers, and it was week on, week off the entire time. And I was like, fuck yes. And then um, and then I got a TV show. I'm telling you, you're going to get a TV show only because you have so many dates on the books. It's going to fuck it all up. Of course. You're going to get a TV show, and it's going to be like – you're going to. Uh, this is my prediction for you in this next year. You're going to get a TV show, and it will be – you'll be getting paid as much as you're getting on the road and for like working a quarter of the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you'll work a quarter of the time and make exactly what you make on the road for the rest of the year, and you'll work all fucking year. You're going to fucking hate this year. I'm going to hate 2015? Fuck, you're going to hate it. You're going to be so goddamn busy. Ugh. Well, that's all right. Do you, how much money do you think is a lot of money? What do you mean? For like, t- like, if I said, like, give me a number where, give me a number where you're like, like, say a number where you go, God damn it, I made a lot of money this year. For the year? Like, if you, like a number. Um, to me, a lot of money for, I think would be like three quarters of a million. Yeah. I would think that's a, a lot. I mean yeah. that anything over that would be three quarters I, of a million dollars. A lot of fucking money. I think for me it is to, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of money for, think about this. That's a lot of money for, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. I don't think I'm in the fucking runnings to be a millionaire. Why like, not? I, Cause I feel like I'm fucking just... I'm not doing enough work to get there. You do a lot of work. No, but I don't really. I'm kind of in like a lazy ris- river career path. Oh. Like I, like I just do the stand-up. The, the dates are brought to me. I'm not hounding down new clubs. I'm not looking to do – like I'm doing a little bit of the new tours thing with the, with the calling sick to work things. Yeah. But like I'm not monetizing my podcast. I'm not like – I feel like you have to put care into what – not only what you want, but what works for you. So, like, I've realized that, like, you know, the thing that takes care of me the most is stand-up. Yeah. And that and the podcast. So I try to nurture those things, you know? And, like, yeah. I know that, like, like I got to shoot. I'm shooting another special. So I'm working on getting that shopped and, and done. Because I know that, like, that is a, a thing that feeds me. I haven't fucking done a special since 2009. Go do another one. Uh I feel like I fucking this documentary's got a lot of my stand up in it. So I feel like it, it's gonna fucking people see that and then what? Why would they want to watch another special? Where? What's going on with the documentary? It's uh, it's coming out. Where? Uh, I think in theaters. In theaters? I think so. I don't. I've really been tapped out know? of the process. Because honestly, because uh, honestly, and I and I hope this doesn't sound shitty. So stop me if it sounds like if I sound be, like I'm being shitty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I should have, we should, the three of us should have sat down before we started this and figured out a breakdown of how decisions would be made and how money would be split up and who would get what money and how we should have figured that at the beginning. You didn't do that? We did not do that. That's weird. That's, it's a, it was a very big mistake. But it's a lesson. It was a very big lesson. And I was, a, I was a very accommodating at the beginning. And then that kind of fucked up the project mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I was, I gave the, I gave the 
the two guys whatever they wanted. I, I said, whatever you guys want, whatever you want, I'll give you. And then, and then my, my people didn't feel that that was fair. And, and then it got kind of fucking caught up in that quagmire. And then, and then honestly, and I like these guys a lot and I didn't want to become shitty about it, but it, you can't help but feel like, like you just get disconnected. Cause I feel like if I cared, I would fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So like I, I cared and I wanted it to get on Netflix or I wanted it to get, it's, you know, I wanted to go to Showtime or HBO or Comedy Central. I wanted it to go somewhere where we get a lot of eyes on it. And I think, you know, with the with the quick Kickstarter, there was a we had a we had a end date where we had to release it by. So now, are you guys? I'm totally cool with those guys, and we're all totally cool. We've been totally cool, but like they aren't really cool with my agents or managers or lawyers. Like, so so I've stayed out of it totally because it gets kind of fucking. It it got. In my opinion, and they may totally disagree, it got weird with me. Like, I felt like it got weird. And I felt like I was making it weird by having representation get involved. Well, that's what you have them for, though, too. Right. Yeah. And so I kind of tapped out emotionally. And I said I said to the guys, whatever the fuck you want, whatever you want, do it. And they took it out in festivals, and it did really well in festivals. It's a really good fucking documentary. I still haven't like, seen it. It's, it is really good. Uh, these guys did a fucking fantastic job, but they put in a lot of work that I did not put into it. Well, yeah, I mean, then so they're and, the filmmakers, yeah, they've they've put their heart into it, and I really haven't done anything, and I was very busy with the book and with touring and with the show, and so I didn't have the time to kind of focus my energy, so I kind of just tapped out. I tapped out. Leanne took care of it, and but now it got picked up by a distributor, and I think it's coming out in I think it's coming out in movie theaters. And then will it go online? Like yeah, it'll go online. It'll go online within the next. It'll be online within the next six months. I'm sure. The one is coming out in theaters. Uh, probably sooner than that. It's not going to go wide. It'll go to like Lemleys or like yeah. you know art house. What's it theaters. called? Uh, I am the machine. Like that was that. Was, okay, so like that was a perfect thing where like managers or agents are like, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't call it I am the machine. Call it something else. And I think the guys were like, what? But that's what. The thing is, the managers and agents didn't even want the machine story in there, and and in a weird way, I'm like, I, I just fucking, I should have just, we we I think we all learned a very valuable lesson. We should have come up with a business plan at the very beginning, yeah, and we did the lesson. It and I love I love those guys. I don't hate them at all. But see, you'll never it. forget that. That's why it's valuable. You'll never forget it. Yeah. moving forward on your next thing. Just as uncomfortable, man. I don't like confrontation at all. Like, yeah. I don't not like confrontation. And uh, and I think that's almost flawed me. I should get on coke for like a solid month yeah. and deal with all my confrontation. Then it's a good plan. And like just run through all the, all the people I need to confront. Just go and then fucking be done with it. And then just take the coke. Do you like away. confrontation? No, I mean I feel like it's a you like with age though you learn how to deal with it better, right? Like yeah, you know there's times where I think you face it like a fear. You know, and I do. Yeah. And then like sometimes it happens like I've had a few in this last year where I mean, they they sound kind of silly, but they're just like things where like I told somebody in a dog park, like it was bothering me that, you know, in dog parks, they have the, the big dogs and the little dogs. Yeah. And the, these I saw this woman with her enormous dog and my dog's like 10 pounds and she had like a fucking 80 pound dog. And it was just bothering and bothering me. So I just finally went up to her and I was like, yeah, I don't, you don't, I don't know if you know this, but like, you're not supposed to have your dog over here. It's a big dog. There's, that's the, the park for that. And she goes, he's harmless. 
And I go, yeah, that's not really the point. And she goes, well, you know, he gets scared by those dogs. And I go, but how do you know that these small dogs aren't scared scared of your dog? And she goes, but he's not going to do anything. And I go, but we don't know that. And so as dog owners, we're worried about your dog, not just you saying that. And you don't know that my dog is now having tremendous fear and anxiety by the presence of your dog. It's not supposed to be in here. And she was like, you know, you have a nice day. I was like, no, you have. And then I cursed. And I, I was, I didn't, I should, I didn't, <laughs> Wait, I shouldn't have done that. But then. What did you do? To, what did you say to her? Like, as she walked away, I started yelling. And then people looked at me like, that's the crazy guy in the dog park. Wait, what did you say? Like, fuck you, dumb cunt. No, I was like, I go, I said, I said like, uh, you know, if, um, as long as, as long as you're happy, that's what it's all about. Your world is the world that everybody lives in. So as long as it's convenient for you, then we'll all just be okay. So we'll just, we'll just wait for you to be happy. And when you're ready to leave, you fucking leave. And then I was like, you're an asshole. And everybody was like, you know, just looking at me. <laughs> Are like, you by yourself? Yeah. And I definitely looked like that. Are you in dog park clothes or like regular clothes? Just like shorts and a t-shirt. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely looked. But I, I was actually happy that I did it. I didn't do it to be a bully or an asshole. I did it because I felt like she was, you know, she was being super selfish in a public situation, didn't care. It was like, it's like the, the rules don't apply to me person. Yeah. Like that shit, you know, it, 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 it happened to, uh, recently to me too. It was like, um, it was like a parking thing where somebody, you know, like it was not supposed to park. Oh yeah. She pulled up and said no parking zone in front of the grocery store. Same woman? No. <laughs> and this woman just parked. Like in a no parking zone to load her groceries in from the grocery store. I didn't confront this woman, but it was the same kind of thing where she was like, it's a no parking zone, but I'm going to park here. Yeah. Because I'm loading my groceries in. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I fucking hate rule breakers. That street right out there. Yeah. Is one way. Yeah. And uh, when I'm playing with the girls in the front yard, yeah. people just fly up it. Fly, yeah. And, and because it's illegal, they go faster so they don't get caught. Right. So now they're going, they're flying up it, and I fucking, I always yell, one way, asshole. And I literally, the other day, we're walking the girls' school, we walk out in the street, and this guy pulls out from the thing in the parking lot and just zooms up it. And I went, whoa, asshole, it's one fucking way. This is like 7 in the morning, 7.30 in the morning, and he stops. And I'm with George and Island Leanne. And he goes, what did you say? And I said, learn how to fucking drive. I go, that's one way you almost fucking hit us. And he goes, fuck you. And he drove off. And so I'm like, but I re- I saw him. Mm-hmm. Leanne and I take the girls to school. We're walking back from school. And he's walking with his wife. Knee brace. Old fucking man. And I just fucking mad dogged him. I stared him right in the... And I was like, you're not going to do fucking shit. I didn't know you were so old. Or I would have been <laughs> even ballsier yeah. and thrown something at your car. I want to throw shit at people's cars. I want to throw... What I want to do is I want to get baseballs, right? And as they go the wrong way, just throw it at their car and be like, oh, sorry, we were playing baseball and it hit your car. Yeah. Like, or fucking GoPro them or call a cop and tell a cop to fucking wait and give them tickets. It makes me insane. Yeah. Like, it's my, it is my, it is the thing that's going to get me beaten up or planes. I mean, I, dude, if someone puts a knee defender up behind me, I will lose my shit. The knee, have you seen the knee defender? No. Uh, it's the huge thing online. People put the knee defender up, and then you can't move your seat back. How is that allowed? Uh, I gotta, gotta fucking Google it for you. It's, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, there we go. We lost one GoPro. The knee defender? Dude, the knee defender. Look at this. 
So this is the knee defender. You lock it on. And then it can't move and back? Then you're, you, you, so wait, basically what you do is you clamp the seat onto that so they can't move their seat back. And someone did it, and as soon as they did it, the fucking guy in front lost his shit, yeah. and they had to divert the plane. I would lose my shit. Now, whose fault is that? The guy that puts the knee defender on or the guy that loses his shit? Knee defender. Knee defender, too. I totally fucking agree. I, um, I yelled at a lady uh, for moving my bag on a plane. Yeah, you can't touch my bag. You got to ask me if you can move my bag. You can't yeah. fucking move my bag. Yeah, and I, I don't want you bag. touching any of my shit. Any of you homos touch me, I kill you. Do you yeah, know what I, that's from? No, what's that? Stripes. It's Stri- Francis. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the one that makes me crazy, a guy, I was boarding a flight, and you know, like, every airline has their own system, but they basically board by zones. Yeah. So, like, I'm in line, and it's like, we're boarding the priority people, and I can see the guy holding his boarding pass, and they're like, priority only, wait till your zone's called, and I see his boarding pass in front of me, it's like zone three, so I just go like... Hey, you're not up yet. And he was like, what? And I go, you're zone three. You're not. This is priority. So you're going to be in a while. And he was like, oh, and he did like the trying to play dumb thing. I was yeah. like, so you're not even boarding yet. You can get out of line. I've had people. See, here's my flaw is that I because I drink in airports. Yeah. Like I'm very, very calm mm-hmm. and very rational. I never raise my voice. I never get upset with anyone from the beginning of getting to the airport till the second I leave, but leaving an airport, I'll go crazy sometimes. Yeah. But so what I'll do is they'll go priority access goes ahead. First class board first. So I will cut through people, but I'm also very cognizant of the fact that I look like shit. Remind me to tell you the conversation with a comic though. Remember that one too. Okay. I got to tell you that one. I'm very cognizant that I look like shit and that I look that I'm in a hoodie, jeans, sneakers, and with headsets on and maybe sweating. So, uh, like I was sweating one time, and you I, sweat a lot. I've sweat a lot, yeah, and burping and like yeah. chewing gum. Have a lollipop in. Like I look like a weirdo when I fly sometimes. So as they call first class, no one thinks I'm sitting first class. So I'm very cognizant of the fact that anyone that is in front of me very may well be sitting in first class. But a lot of the guys in like khakis and button downs look at me and they're like, "Coach, this guy's a fucking loser. He's going to yeah, rehab. for sure." And for so sure. for sure. And so I always say first class. Like yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's like, fun yeah, to do. Like do you, do you want to? Are you in front of me first class? And people are like, no, no, no. And then one time this guy goes, I go first class, and he goes, yeah, you guys aren't boarding yet. And I went, excuse me? Then what do I do? You ready, you ready for the – I can't tell you because it's so disgusting. What you I've did? done it twice. I've done it fucking twice. What would you do? I fucking just looked at my watch and was like, I'm sorry. What? How much? Okay. You and did? Then, yep. I've done it twice. You showed off your I've Rolex? I showed my Rolex to so let him know that – I was I was like no we got plenty of time but I think first class boards now and I walked on and I saw him look at me and I went yeah go fuck yourself I did it with my cameraman and my cameraman caught me where yeah. were we yeah where were we it's a I, nice Rolex yeah I know did you I, buy it no it's a present it was yeah that was a present yeah from who from uh, Will Smith it was our first my first deal he gave you this yeah he gave me that Rolex for real yeah you didn't know that. No. Yeah. He gives everyone he gives, does a deal with, he gives them one of these nice, a nice watch. It was like $100? Yeah, 100 bucks. And so, uh, no, it wasn't Will Smith. <laughs> hmm? No, I'm so fucking with you. So, um, but I did it, I forget what I did it, who I did it with, but my cameraman caught me doing it. And it was one of those situations where the woman 
was treating me like I was poor, mm-hmm. and it fucked with my ego. Sure. It fucked with my ego, and I went, and, and I was like, I forget what it was, but it's like I looked like I was poor because I was dressed like a regular fucking person, yeah. but she treated me like shit. Like she, I, she pointed out how much something it cost. Yeah. And I went, and it, she might have just been being nice, but I get fucked with my ego. I've and had, I, and I, and I just moved that. my, I just moved my watch a little bit. Mm-hmm. And my cameraman goes, John Manns goes, did you just show your fucking watch? And I went, no. And he goes, that's disgusting. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't know I did it. I didn't know I did it. I was like, I can't help it. I'm you fucking, did it. You did it. my ego fucks me up. Tell me about the comic conversation. Well, I was going to say that I've had airline like staff. You know, the gate agent be like, it's first class right now. Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. And I like give them the boarding pass and they're like, oh, it's a pleasure to have you on board. <laughs> they, they back out. Yeah. Uh, or like, um, like, I also look like fucking homeless, especially at airports. Yeah. And like have the uh, the coffee bar people will be like, yeah, your drink's there. And like kind of be dismissive. Yeah. And then just by chance, and it doesn't happen weekly. But a couple weeks ago, that happened, and then it happened to be somebody recognized me at the airport and asked for a photo in front of her. Like, can I just get a picture with you real quick? And I go, yeah, man. And took a picture, and then she was like, oh, uh, is there anything else you need? And I was like, no, no, I'm all good. Thanks. It's the best feeling. Uh, yeah, there is. I didn't have to flash the watch. Somebody flashed it for me. They yeah. were like, oh, he's important. Which it's is, the best. Which is like, nonsense, but. What's the best feeling is, is that, like, I, do, I just. I don't know. I'd be fucking just as broken. I'm just a broken individual. Right. Like I, you I go just, to therapy though, right? No. Why don't you go? Because I don't think it works. Why? Because I don't know. Do you go to therapy? Yeah. Are you every, serious? Every week. What do you talk about? Just all kinds of stuff. This. I'll probably talk about this. <laughs> do you talk about push? No, because that's not really my my issue. Isn't isn't that? Wait, what's your issue? I mean, there's a lot. I I feel like you know. Look, if you do stand up, you have issues. But, but yeah, but what's your issue? Well, like you're fucking pretty well rounded. Yeah, but I think, I mean, you want to get to know like there. If you have a good therapist, they connect dots for you that really? you didn't connect. So it's that's the experience that I'm looking for, and that I feel like I'm getting. So you know, I mean, I, I have you know insecurities. I mean, I moved a lot as a kid. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I have. Socially awkward, obviously. I mean, not like a total weirdo, but like- I feel like you're the most well-rounded of my friends in that you're not needy. I'm not needy. I think that's true, but uh, I'm in my head a lot. So, like, I that's good to like. To, Are you really? Yeah, you know, I, I overanalyze things. So, I've like, never seen you do that. I overanalyze. You know, I overanalyze shit. I overanalyze things internally. Really? Yeah, I overanalyze them to you. You overanalyze things externally. We yeah. just we just ha- we have a lot of, of the same makeups. It's just it manifests itself differently with us. Really? Yeah, yeah, totally. So wait, when I fucking vent to you on the phone, do you are you like, are you going? I thought that shit too. No, I sometimes when you vent to me, I I see it clearly. Like I see what you're venting. Like I, I wish I wish we weren't on a podcast. There's certain stuff I want to talk to you about, but I don't want to talk on a podcast. Yeah, of course. Podcast. Yeah, I understand. But like, but like, like, like subtle, small issues. Like, I'll tell you what. Like, I'll come in my beard when I get home. You know? Yeah. Okay. Me too. That's we normal. both have beards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
That's really fascinating. I didn't know you went to a fucking th- Bush goes to a therapist, right? Yeah. yeah. Leanne goes to a therapist every She's week. She's the one. Here's the, I got excited about it because like her experience just seemed like so you know when somebody does something they're like I went fucking windsurfing today and it was awesome they keep yeah. talking about it you're like I got to try this shit <laughs> like that kind of thing it was like that where she was like it was so cool today really like, yeah that, that that's how it wasn't like how you picture like in movies you know they're like my therapist said to tell you that you're a fucking asshole like it's oh, not like that you know it's, I couldn't get past the fact that I was more attractive than my therapist and that there's no way that she would ever let me be done with my problems because ultimately she was getting a little bit of eye candy once a week. <laughs> You're so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Can I like, tell you, I have a ther- my therapist now. You got to have a black dude, right? No. I have a foreign woman. What? Yeah. How? Are you fucking shitting me? No. How can she relate to you? Where's she from? Russia. Tom. What? Tom, how does she, does she like have an accent and stuff? Heavy. Is she hot? She's attractive. Really? I mean, she's not like, I don't go like, wow, you're hot. But she's not. Do a picture? No. <laughs> I have a picture of my therapist? No. Would that be weird if you'd. If I asked for it, she might be like, <laughs> why? That's what she would say. Why so do wait, you want that? So wait, you have a fucking hot Russian Well, you're therapist. throwing hot now in there. Yeah. I said tits? she's attractive. Big tits? I mean, they're pretty big. Have you ever jacked off to her? No. Really? No, but she, the, what I was saying is funny is that. I'll be like, you know, uh, I'm in the hotel, like, on the road. It's like, it's such a bummer. And she's like, and did you jack your dick? No, and she does like, not say that. <laughs> Are you serious? Because she'll, like, she'll repeat something that I had said, you know? Like, and I'll be like, holy shit. And I'll have to stop. Did you come in your beard? Yeah, like that. <laughs> Are you serious? But, yeah, it's really hilarious. But Wait, is that wrong to jack off a lot? No. Okay. No, not at all. No, and that's a good thing. Is like if you're like I'm embarrassed that you know I feel like I fucking just jacked off and like that's something she's like so, and then you're like, oh uh, yeah. But do you find it weird that a woman that can't? It's like it's like it's, it's like a yes. I think it's about like a wolf giving therapy to a crocodile. Like I, yes, you guys are both predators, but she grew up so fucking different than you did. I know, I know. In but communist Russia. I think it depends on you know the situation. Is that in the end I look at it and I go, no, this is like. Her, if if she was not giving me good advice or good, you know, if, if the if the conversation I didn't feel like was productive, or the insight wasn't like, oh wow, that's ing-, then I would just tap out. I had one before who I went to for like three or four months, and I actually felt like, even though my intention wasn't to manipulate him, that he was just too easily, like everything that I said, he was he was a dude. He was like ten years older than me. He was like, oh man, like ah, oh, like feel so bad for you like he was just like you know when somebody's like overly sympathetic yeah i was like you know this guy he doesn't challenge anything i'm saying he doesn't well i couldn't have a therapist that wasn't as real as i am yeah exactly. i need you to be I, I i need you to not go ooh tmi that's that's a i mean that's a better way of putting it is that he was like he was too sympathetic and he he wasn't like i don't i don't know if he would hold me accountable for what i'm saying you know what i mean like so i eventually tapped out he was a guy and and i was like this just isn't you know i need a black dude but like okay would you be black cuz i i just want him to be you want him to be a black guy i want him to be a black dude like oh, like omar uh no 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 i want him to be like uh older i want him to be older i want him to have the silent 
Um, I would want, I don't know, that's what Leanne always told me. She's like, there's a therapist that I think would be working with you, great with you. It was a black dude, and she was like, I think you need a black dude. I don't know, white guys, I'm like, fucking, I've, I've done all the shit you've done. Hmm. Like, either that or it's like, it's like I, here's the deal. I like it's the idea hard. that it's that you get someone from, like, a fish out of water to hear your problems. But, like, what, like don't you think, like, what if I had a Liberian fucking ex-warlord like, like, but like someone from Liberia couldn't hear my issues. I don't know and, if they can't. I don't know if they can't. I mean, my experience obviously is that they can. It just depends on like, are would they... you let me come to one of your therapy sessions? No. Why not? Because that's a horrible idea. Why? Not for you, not for me. Like to switch me into therapy. Like I go and I see what you do in therapy. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. We can work that out. Like I go to one of your therapy sessions and just be like, and then, and then could I chime in and be like, I think he's playing you a little bit. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. She'd be like, what? And I'd be like, nah. Like, did she ever dress like sexy? No. Just like frumpy? Not frumpy. I mean, she's just... It's, is it weird that you It's you're... appropriate office attire. Yeah, but is it? Is she have blonde hair? I automatically think no. she has blonde hair. No. Is it weird that she sounds like Push's family? Um, I never never plays in... I never played into my mind. Really? really? Yeah. She called me a faggot once. <laughs> I could have her as a therapist. <laughs> I'd need someone that could do that. Why she did call you that? Because I was crying during the session. Are you shut up? You're lying. Yeah, I'm lying. <laughs> uh, she. Um, no, I didn't tell you the uh, the confrontation with the comedian. I thought you told it to me. No. Tell me, tell me. This is what I did. I gotta go. But this is the okay. thing. Um. So I guess I'm not confrontational, but you know, it's like the thing you go like, should I say something? Should yeah. And my thing's always like, I don't. Right. So. I, it was earlier this year. I was working a club, and I noticed that the like, if you're a feature act and you're doing tons of crowd work, I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna dig it. I just don't think it's like, it's it's just not the cool thing to do. Yeah. And I've had it, and you're like, what the fuck? Because what people don't un- understand who don't who aren't standups is that like, what they're doing is they're like they're they're changing the dynamic of the show, yeah. and they're kind of. They're kind of setting you up to like where you have to do it now. It's not even yeah. up to you, right? Well, there was an MC who was doing it for like his whole set, and he was good. And I could tell he was a funny. He had funny stuff. And it was after a few shows. I was like, <laughs> it was right before the early show on like a Friday or Saturday. I go, dude, I got to tell you something. And he goes, what? I go, you're really funny. I really like. I I do think you're super funny. I go, you can't just go out there as an MC and decide you're gonna do all crowd work. And he was like, what? And I go, you just can't do that. Like, it's not, it's not up to you. And he goes like, why? I don't understand. So it wasn't like a malicious, and I wasn't like mean to him about yeah. it. Yeah, well, you need those insights sometimes. I think so. I go, you need to be barked at by the mama dog every now and then yeah. to understand that you can't just nip at everyone's heels. Yeah, and I go like, if you were, I go, if you were opening for like a big act right now, I go, you know, I don't know, some of them might even kick you off the show. I go, you know, they they would not be okay with you deciding you're just going to talk to everybody, yeah. like in the front row, where are you from, and like and like pick on this guy for that. I go, it's like that's not your place to do that. Yeah, you, know, you got to do stand, you got to do jokes. So like, you can settle in, you can say like one thing, <laughs> but like you got to you got to do material too. You know, you can't just work crowd work. And I was trying to explain to him why, and I go, and then like you know, on this the food chain of this thing like you're at the lowest so like now you're setting up the feature act so that like he's following just you doing 
10, 15 minutes of like crowd work. I was trying to explain it to him and he was like, okay. And, and I was really nice about it. I wasn't like a dick about it. And then he went up there, he had a set and I I told him this right before the first show. So then like between the first and second show, I was like, are you all right? And he was like, yeah. And I go, how did it go for you? He was like, not good. And I go, why? He goes, because I just kept thinking about you telling me not to talk to people. And like, it was, it wasn't cool. Like it wasn't, I wasn't able to like get over that. Yeah. And I go, well, I guess I'm sorry I told it to you right before you went on stage. He goes, yeah, you could have better timing about it. <laughs> Do I know the guy? Uh, I don't think you know him. And he's really nice and he's really funny. Yeah. And then I, I apologized for my timing. I was like, yeah. I, yeah, I, but that was a bad time. Time to do it because it was like right before you went up. But then he had a – I go, basically, you got to have permission. Either you and the headliner or yeah. the feature are cool. They know you do that. And I go, but if this isn't like a spot like on a regular – like, hey, we're each doing 10 minutes. You can do all crowd work. This is like a, a headliner show where you're support. Like you're just supposed to like – you can kill – but you got to do it. It better be material. Yeah. If you're yeah. just like bouncing shit off of people, it's not. And then I, I questioned whether or not I was an asshole for doing that. Because my intention wasn't to be an asshole. I was I was wondering if I was doing the right thing by telling him that. No, you know? I had people. I've had people. I Kevin Pollack told me that. He Kevin, did? Yeah, Kevin Pollack pulled me aside. He goes, you're funny and I want you to work the weekend, but I can't have you work dirty. And I don't want you doing crowd work. It was a two-person show. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Okay, and he's like, I have no interest in watching you whatsoever when you work dirty. But if you work clean, I'll watch your sets. I'll give you insights. And I was like, all right. And I remember I went home that night, like after two, because he did right before the second show Friday. Mm-hmm. This is right when I decided I wanted to marry Leanne the same weekend. And I went home and I was like, F- I remember sitting in the ocean with my dad. I was like, fuck him. He can't follow me. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, well, he is a movie star and he's selling the place out. So maybe... You should hear what he's saying, and you know, yeah. See, see if it, there's any validity to it. You know, wouldn't it be bad? Wouldn't it be nice to get some insights from a guy who's been around the block? And I was like, yeah. So then that night I went in, I worked clean, and he came up and I got in the room. He, I remember, I remember he had two vodka sodas or two vodka tonics, one for me and one for him. He's like, let's talk about your set, and we did. And I was like, oh fuck. I was like, I should have fucking been listening a long time ago. Yeah. But I have, I have a worse one than that. Uh, this is maybe like talk about crowd work. Roy Johnson, you know Roy Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Roy Johnson <laughs> is in Atlanta with me, and uh, he's featuring. And you know, you can never tell Roy what to do and what not to do. Yeah. But his crowd work. There's a guy in the front row that's had an earpiece in, and he decided he didn't like the guy, and he was like, he was like, and he's told the guy, he goes, you know what, man, you look like a fucking asshole. And the guy's like, what? And he goes, the fucking earpiece, you look like an asshole. And the guy's like, fuck you. And Roy goes, no, fuck you. You're an asshole and your wife's a dumb cunt. That's my time. And he just got on stage. <laughs> I walked up on stage. I didn't hear any of it. I just go on stage. I was like, all right, guys, have a good time. And the guy's like, fuck you. His girl's crying. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, he called my wife a cunt. And I was like, who did? And he's like, he did. And I go, well, I didn't do it. And he's like, fuck you. And I was like, hold on. What the fuck? And Roy's, and you can hear Roy in the back with a cigarette. Go fuck yourself, asshole. <laughs> oh. Have you ever told anybody don't do anything? No. I talk behind people's back. You talk behind their back? Yeah. If you do something I don't like as a feature, I usually just go behind your back to the club owner. <laughs> but see, I, it took me a while to get to that because I've, I've been bothered by people before doing stuff. 
I haven't. I'm I don't not, have a rule. I don't have like a dirty rule or like yeah. you can't or topics you can't cover. You can do whatever you want. No, I don't really. I, I you know what? I've never really watched anyone in the last probably five years. I haven't watched anyone. Like there was times when earlier in my career where I would get upset at what someone was doing on stage because it either infringed on what I was doing about yeah, to do or yeah. it fucked up the way I was going to do whatever I was going to do. Yeah. But for the most part. I haven't watched anyone in probably five years. I haven't watched anyone that goes before me at all. Yeah, I, I typically don't. I don't watch. I, mean, I haven't seen literally any of it to the point where I think I missed out on some good comics. I worked with sure one kid who was really funny, and I someone I didn't find out until Sunday that he was funny. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't like to leave the green room before the show. I like to just sit there. Yeah, I like to relax. I, I, uh, no, I, hate, I'll tell you. I hate when people bring like groups. Don't get yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, yeah, makes yeah. me crazy, too. I hate vape pens. Oh, really? When fucking people are sitting in the green room with fucking those big, long, like, tr- uh, bassoon-looking smoking devices. Yeah. And they're just... And it's just... Because it do, you do get, like, some of that goes into my lungs also. Yeah. And people are like, it's not smoke. And you're like, no. I I brought a... <laughs> I, I had a, an MC bring his girlfriend in the green room. And so she was hanging out. And then when she left, I go, don't do that again. Yeah. And he goes, well, I go, don't bring your girlfriend in here. And he goes, she's cool. And I go, I don't care. Like, it's fucking up our our hang. Like, this is a this is a green room vibe before yeah. the show. This is what it needs to be. Like, it's not. So he goes, okay. Like, I understand. I'm like, yeah, you're a fucking amateur. Right? And the me and the feature act were like, just don't do that. So then after the show, it's different, right? After yeah. the show, is different. He stands at the door. I'm sitting here on the couch in the green room. He's at the door. He leans in. He goes, Tom. Yeah. He goes, is it cool if she comes in now? And I go, oh, Jesus Christ. Did you rat me out to your bitch? I'm like, yeah, man. So, of course, she's right behind him. Hey, I go, dude, you're a fucking idiot. And he goes, what? I go, never mind. <laughs> I had, uh, I had, I liked everyone. I'm not shitting on anyone, but I had even worse than that. I had not only someone's girlfriend slash boyfriend or whatever, someone's significant other in the green room but they were holding general meetings with other comics that they were going to work with in the green room while i was in there and i was like i was like this is like my one little yeah it's your like, little safe haven yeah, this is the yeah. only place i get to stand where i don't have to deal with people yeah and uh i think i said something and it got fixed but i i didn't say it to the pe- right you, people yeah i it, said it to the wrong people and then i think it, got, it feels better when you actually express that yeah i gotta fucking deal with that there's a lot of shit wrong with me tom so we're gonna go to therapy yeah i'm gonna go to your therapy and you're and gonna watch i'm gonna, gonna audit chime it. in okay i'm gonna audit it and see if i like it and okay. see if, how i work with it okay yeah that sounds good can't wait so go to tom please and uh your mom's house podcast.com we have a bunch of uh podcasts up there there's um one comes out every wednesday and i have a bunch of show dates yeah you do one a week we went to we were two a week for like a year and a half. We're we're trying one a week this month to see if we can like pack more content into one episode. Yeah, two a week. My numbers are fucking through the roof. You like it like that? Yeah, because it's like my average number per downloads per day is like a dick load. It's like twenty thousand or something. That's good, man. I'm fucking forty thousand. I think it's like fifty thousand. Eighty thousand, probably. Do you like how I made up a number? Because yeah. I didn't want to tell you what my real number is. Of course, I know. Do you think I know you? You think I just met you today? <laughs> Just flashing my watch right now. I love you. I love you too, Tom. I gotta go. All right, the best. Bye, buddy. Bye.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.